Hello everyone and welcome back. Glad to have you here with me. Let me turn this volume down just a smidge. It's good to be back with you guys. Sorry it's been such a long time. I know I say that every time, but uh, life just kind of gets in the way. And uh, against my better hopes and my uh, aspirations, uh, <laughs> it just gets difficult to uh, remember to jump on here and and uh, lay down some thoughts. But I just want to say thank you for being there. I really enjoy having the opportunity, having this avenue to stop on here and to say hello. You know, it's been a few days since I've been at work. Uh, just went back last night for the first time. Hadn't been to work since that, um, <laughs> since uh, Saturday morning. So it took a little bit of a break, a little bit more than I'd like. You know, we always talk about what we would do if we had all this free time on our hands. Well, if I didn't have to work, I'd do this or I'd do that. But it's amazing when you, you know, whenever you're sick or whenever you don't feel well, you just don't get anything accomplished. And I don't know how that makes women feel. But as a man, it just makes you feel horrible uh, about yourself. Just laying around, you just feel so helpless. And so me getting back to work, me being, um, getting back to moving again to being able to live a little bit, it, it feels good. For those of you who don't know, I had been coughing for quite some time, probably about two weeks. And uh, over a week ago, I had lost my sense of taste or smell. And that had happened for, it probably went on for about five days. Now, I didn't think anything of it. Yes, it's a COVID. Uh, it's a sign of possibly having COVID. However, uh, I was under the impression at that time that it was due to a, a nasal issue. I had some nasal congestion going on. I know you really want to hear this. I know you care so deeply, but I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up before we get started. And I had this congestion and I, I just thought, you know, the weather's changing. It's warm, it's cold, it's it's dry, it's muggy. It's just it just changes all the time here in West Virginia. We never have the same weather twice, it seems. And um, and I thought, well, that has to be what it is. I just can't breathe my you know, I'm congested. So that's why my taste is messed up. That's why my my smelling is uh, my sense of smell was almost gone. However, uh, the cough never seemed to go away. So I did go, I did get tested, and they did a rapid test. Ended up that rapid test was a negative. Uh, came back, you know, that I, that I did not have COVID. However, I did get some chest x-rays, and those showed, I think they call it ground glass opacity, which means essentially um, there is a form of pneumonia in my lungs that is something that is commonly found with people who have COVID. So that being said, I've been careful. I haven't been out and about. I've been uh, pretty much staying at home and uh, just taking it easy. And, uh, you know, it's it's feeling good to finally get back into the swing of things, at least uh, in some small form or fashion. Of course, if you know what's going on right now, I'm out of school, looking forward to some more flight training, trying to... Uh, trying to get my pilot's license this summer if I can. It's uh, it's going to take some time to do, but that's where we're headed. That's what we're trying to get accomplished this summer. Uh, that being said, have a couple interesting things to talk about here with you before I get ready for work, and I uh, just wanted to talk to you about them. One of the biggest achievements in my life so far, something I'm very proud of, it was very difficult for me, and uh, I had to work very hard at it and it took a lot of sleep deprivation to make it through 
is the fact that for the first time I got straight A's in college. Now I might have at some point, I said that was my first time in my life uh, on another occasion, but I don't know if I've ever gotten straight A's before. I might have, if I did, it was most likely at Colfax Elementary. And that's going back to at least fifth grade or below because they closed Colfax my sixth grade year. So we'll just say, essentially, this was the first time over the course of my life that I got straight A's. And when I got straight A's this time, it was in aviation law. It was in human factors and aviation safety. It was in principles of management. And there is another class that for some reason I am just not able to think of right now. Um, so there were four classes that I had that were, that were not the easiest of classes. Um, I think I already said meteorology, aviation meteorology. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, aviation meteorology, which is one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. I learned more in that class than probably any other class, uh, maybe physics. But, um, but those are four difficult classes. And to pass all four of those classes, to pass three of those classes, which required a uh, 12 to 15 page paper, and to still do all that, to work full time at night while going to school and getting straight A's, I could not be happier. Uh, it just, it feels great. And, you know, maybe it sounds to you like I'm boasting, and maybe I am a little bit because I tell you, it's something I'm so proud of. It's something I worked very hard to achieve. I knew it could be done if I would work hard. Uh, but I tell you, it went, it, it took me a lot of sleepless nights, you know, sleepless days rather, um, <clears throat> going to school during the day and then resting in between of work. Uh, it, it was just very difficult. You'll have to excuse me. I'm, I am still coughing just a little bit, but it's it's much, much better than it was before. Okay, so that being said, so we have that going on. And yes, we do. Uh, we do have class going on this fall. I'm not done with school. I still have about another year, maybe year and a half left of school. That being said, I can see the finish line. I can see where I'm headed now. Finally, I can see that this career in aviation, it is happening. It's, it's slowly working its way. I'm, I don't want to sound disrespectful here, but I am done driving trucks. I am done, um, you know, connecting to trucks and unconnecting to trucks and driving here and sitting and waiting and driving over here and nailing things down for other drivers. I'm done with it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to continue to do it, but my heart is not in it. Uh, I am doing the work. I am getting paid for the work but it is not something I'm passionate about. And I no longer want to identify myself as a truck driver. Uh, that's not to be disrespectful to those who do drive. It's just not where my heart is. There are so many other things I'd rather be doing, um, you know, that I feel that I'm a little bit more qualified for. I'm, I'm a manager. Uh, I love managing. I love managing projects. I love managing people. I love looking at the big, the big picture. I can't even talk. <laughs> I love looking at the big picture and seeing how things are inefficient and finding ways in which I can increase those efficiencies. I don't like to just get bogged down in the minutia of the boring and the mundane. I like a challenge. I like something that, that causes me to kind of step out of my comfort zone and to take on a challenge that maybe I didn't think I could do before. You know, I, maybe it's my whole weight loss journey, my goal, what I'm hoping to get to. 
but I get so sucked into these videos of people who do amazing things when you wouldn't think it's possible. I've told people before, I, I'm horrible with numbers. I couldn't be a banker or something like that. But yet I invest, and I do decently well in investing. I'm not rich by any means, and, and nor do I see myself getting rich investing anytime soon. However, I seem to pick some decent stocks, and, and maybe it's just a good economy and it makes you feel good about those uh, picks that you make. But I've learned as time goes on that there are a lot of things that I thought I wouldn't be able to do. I thought I might not be good at those things. And as time goes on, I find out, you know what, I'm actually pretty darn good at those things. The things that usually I'm, I'm really tough on, as far as myself goes, I do okay. So whenever it comes to things where people say, well, that's a job you have to have experience for, well, let me give it a shot. Put me in that heavy equipment, you know, piece of heavy equipment. Put me in that front end loader. I've already had training in it. You know, I haven't had training in your particular piece of equipment, but there's nothing in that piece of equipment that I can't learn. And there's no job. I'm convinced of this. And this is, uh, this is not to say that I could do the job tomorrow. This is not to say that I am um, just naive, that I'm being naive. This isn't to say that I'm thinking highly of myself. This is a confidence that I have, that I've, that I've accumulated over the years. I've built this up. I don't care what the job is. I don't see any job in the world that I could not do with training and time and preparation and attention to detail. Is that me saying that I'm going to become a, a professional basketball player? No, it's not. What I am saying is with time, with exercise, with diligence, with planning, with forethought, I could go out and I could become a decent basketball player. I might not be a pro, but I could be pretty decent at it. I could probably be better than, than, you know, a great number of people. Same thing goes for surgery. I couldn't be a surgeon. I, <laughs> I don't know how people go hunting. I swear. I, I don't care if the animal is dead. I, 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 I just don't know that I could butcher an animal. Um, that being said, I like to be ignorant in the fact that my beef comes from someone who has slaughtered that animal. But I will say if, if I had to do it, if it had to be done, if for some reason there was a, maybe we'll just say that there was a, um, uh, the draft was reinstated and they needed people in the military and they needed people to, to, uh, be a surgeon. It would be very, very difficult because I would be very squeamish, but I am sure I could become some form of a medical doctor or an anesthesiologist or uh, a breathing treatment uh, specialist, you know, professional uh, uh, respiratory therapist, rather. Sorry about that. There are so many options out there. And that's where I am right now. I'm at this crossroads in my life. This is how I feel that I see these opportunities of things that I could do, directions which I could go. And I want to be completely honest here. One of the things that really upset me. Uh, it it kind of let me down, but after it happened, I realized it was for the best. There was a, a couple job opportunities. There were a couple job opportunities rather that opened up at the Harrison power station. Now this is where my father retired. He worked there for 36 years. I believe I spent just about every birthday I can remember up at that power station, meeting people who worked there, getting to, you know, ride around in the little electric pickup trucks, going all around the facility and, and touring the facility and learning how things work. 
I sent in an, an email. I've already passed the mass POS test, which is a, a test, a series or a battery of tests that you take. And these help to find if you are the kind of caliber person who would have the mentality to do the job that takes place there of running the power station, uh, keeping the coal, you know, coming in, keeping things running, keeping the fly ash going out, running all of these systems, making sure temperatures don't get too hot, don't uh, get too high a pressure. Uh, you just need to have a mechanically minded ability to you. And that's sometimes that's something you can't teach. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> My apologies. I know that's not very professional. <laughs> uh, my apologies. But <clears throat> one of the things that, that kind of irked me <clears throat> is, <clears throat> my goodness, I can't get rid of it, <clears throat> is that I sent in a an email to a couple of people in the company, and I spoke to them personally and said, look, I have already taken the mass POS test. I have been at this facility multiple times. I know the work that goes on here. I know what is required. I know that I would be qualified to do this work. And the thing that kind of got me perturbed, I guess you could say, is the fact that they never even gave me a chance. Never gave me a chance. They're willing to give sons and daughters of other workers who are druggies and alcoholics a shot, but they wouldn't give me a chance. I just got straight A's in, in college and in, in aviation. Uh, and, and in my mind, I'm not trying to put it above what goes on at the power plant. We all have our, our burdens to bear, our crosses to bear, and we all have our specialties. But there's nothing that would be required at that power station job that I could not do and do where, well or very well. There's nothing there in my mind that I could not do if given the time and the, and the training. And that's going to be trained to anybody. They don't expect you to come in and to know how to run everything at that particular plant. Everything is specialized, um, individualized training. And, you know, it really irked me. When the guy turned me down, he said, essentially, no, you're not what we're looking for. Uh, we're looking for somebody who's paid Fairmont State to go through a, a technical program. Okay, well, you're going to go through mathematics that was below what I've already taken. You know, you're, you're talking about classes I've already done. Uh, I've already passed this stuff. Sure, it's it's in aviation. It's not in industrial, you know, engineering or something of, of that sort, whatever it is. But I, I got flustered and it, it made me upset. And then I realized, and this is where I'm kind of going in a roundabout way. <clears throat> it upset me, but that's not where my heart is. I don't want to work there on the ground looking up at the sky for the rest of my life. I'd rather be in the sky uh, traveling. I'd rather be uh, going to places that, that I've never been to. I'd rather be spending the night in a hotel I've never been to. I'd like to spend uh, a weekend in a resort somewhere. I'd like to, uh, you know, be woken up in the middle of the night and say, hey, we, we need you to go here. We need you to do this. I, I want that. I want that that life of, of, of adventure and, you know, traveling and seeing the world and meeting different people. That's something that I, I just can't get the thought of that out of my head. That's what I'm looking forward to doing in the future. And that's where my heart is set. So I will say when they turned me down, I was upset because to me, it was a, it was a personal issue. It was, they personally don't like me. But what I realized is every time, every time that I've applied for a job, something that I thought, well, this will be a, 
a good way to pay the bills and kind of make a step up. I keep looking at these steps up instead of looking at where my career needs to be taking me. Am I doing what is going to lead me to where I want to be? And if it's not, then it needs to change. Am I doing something right now that's going to help me pay bills and pay down debt? Yes. Is it what I want to do the rest of my life? Absolutely not. Is it something I want to do for another year or two? That's debatable. Um, you know, I let me fill you in on a little secret here. Uh, hopefully you don't work with me, but I hate novellas. Um, I, I just can't stand going there. Um, <laughs> it's not that I hate the company. It's not so much that I hate the people. There are some good people there. There is one person in particular thinks that it's my job to run the, uh, the dock plate, which it's not. It's not a truck driver's job to man, uh, to, to, you know, do things with the dock plate that interferes with the truck and the trailer. That's, that's not our job. Um, but I, I'm not a fan of loading a trailer for somebody else because I don't know how good or how bad of a driver they are. I think it's, it's not safe. Um, I think if somebody is a good driver and they don't want to strap the vehicle down uh, the, or nail things down as tightly, then that should be on them. But if they get pulled over and they get checked by DOT, then that should also be on them. That being said, I'm not a fan of going there and I'd rather not go there. I'd rather just stay at the paper mill and, and deal with that in ABF if I can. But that being said, maybe my heart is not in the work, but I tell you what, it's a good job. I'm paying bills. I am, um, and I'm focused on aviation. My, my job is driving a truck, but my free time is spent reading. It's spent studying. It's spent trying to improve myself. So when the time comes and I can make that leap and I can move into an aviation job, an aviation career, an aviation opportunity, uh, that is where I will be going. That's where I'm heading. And everything I'm doing at Fairmont State for class, everything I'm doing this summer, helping out trying to get the simulator going, uh, possibly working on airplanes, all of these things are networking. They're improving my knowledge. They're improving my understanding. They're adding to my appreciation for what aviation is and what it takes to to achieve um, flight in, in all aspects of it. You know, I've been fortunate enough as president of Alpha Eta Rho, the aviation fraternity at Fairmont State. I've been fortunate enough to to be able to get our group into a couple air traffic control centers. Got to go into Clarksburg Tower. We also got to go to the Pittsburgh air traffic control tower at, at Pittsburgh International. We've gotten to see the other side of the radio, what the air traffic controllers see. We got to see the TRACON, the, the, the terminal radar system that, that allows those people in the basement of the building to see what's going on outside and to give separation for planes that are uh, arriving and departing. It's very interesting. There's so much to it. We've gotten to go and look at the maintenance side. We've gotten to go to American Airlines heavy maintenance uh, facility and see what goes on there. It's a it's a phenomenal uh, undertaking just maintaining these machines, these amazing aircraft. There's so much to aviation, and there's there's something in it for for everyone. It seems, and that's where I want to be. I'm so excited to get there that I just I can't hardly contain myself, and I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I don't want to say I'm jealous. But I, and I, and I don't want to say that I'm coveting what somebody else has, but I want it and I want it for me and I want it for my family. Uh, I want to get this private pilot's license and I want to take friends and family flying. 
I want to go on trips. I want to go on overnight trips. I want to go get that $100 hamburger, which, you know, it's going to be $200 by the time this administration gets done with the fuel costs. But uh, I'm just so excited. It's it's going to be an amazing journey. It's going to be an amazing time. And, you know, things aren't moving as quickly as I'd like them to be right now. But they're going in the right direction. And all I can do is keep on the path that I'm on and just keep fighting, keep working and pushing forward. So, guys, I just wanted to let you know flight training's been going well. I'll jump on this real quick. Then I got to go. It's about time for work. Flight training is going well. Uh, my landings are not as good as I'd like them to be. However, I'm still new to flying as far as being in control of the aircraft. And I will say this. In all fairness and in all open honesty, Larry Farron made me look good. Uh, whenever I was landing, I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe he was helping me out a little bit more than I than I was aware. Because whenever I was flying with him, I think I had a false sense of of um, a false sense of accomplishment or of skill or of uh, ability. And I'm realizing now, <clears throat> now that we're landing uh, in this airplane, I'm realizing that there's more to it than I remember before. Uh, there is more that I need to be aware of, more than I need, need to be uh, uh, paying attention to. And I believe that I will get better. I'm, I'm already seeing the improvement, slow that it, though it may be. I'm looking forward to this improvement. It's going to get better. It's going to be get better every time I fly. And there are going to be, just like in golf, there are going to be some great days. There are going to be some horrible days. But even on those horrible days, there are going to be a couple little glimmers of success that keep you coming back. That keep you saying, you know what? It was a good day. Yeah, it was a bad day, but we had a couple good things that happened today. And I'll do better on the rest the next time. That's where I am. That's where I'm headed. So... I'm looking forward to the time when, when I am qualified to solo. That's not something I'm looking forward to doing anytime soon, because I tell you what, honestly, as much as I'd like to say that I did solo, I'm not ready. I know that I'm not ready and, and I, I need to keep working, to keep learning and to keep improving. And I watched a 30 minute video today when I should have been sleeping, trying to improve my landings, what I need to do, what I need to pay attention to. And that's going to help. All of these things are going to help in time. So, you know, it's easy for us to get in a hurry and to think it just needs to happen immediately. But this, what I'm teaching myself, what I'm trying to instill upon myself and to remember is that this is a journey. I am not just trying to get from A to B and be done because flying is never, you're never through. It's kind of like truck driving. There's always something to learn. Well, there's always something to learn in aviation. And once I get my pilot's license, my journey has only begun. It's, it's only a license to learn. At that point, then I get to work towards instrument ratings and commercial ratings and multi-engine ratings. Speaking of, a little uh, shout out to Kevin Webb uh, there at Fairmont State. Just got his multi-engine uh, rating and I couldn't be more proud of him. I tell you, he's a hard worker, very smart guy, and I'm proud to call him a fraternity brother. So glad that uh, he's doing well. Uh, Sam's been doing a great job with me, Sam Heitzman. Um, I tell you, man, we got some good people up there at Fairmont State, and I just love seeing them improve and do well. So like I said, this is a journey. We're all working towards where we want to be. And, and once we get where we're going, then we can look down the road further and see where we want to go next. 
You know, once you get that job, then what are you going to do next? Once you get that first officer job, now you're looking to captain. Once you get to captain, what are you looking now? Are you going to stay there? Are you going to a legacy carrier? What do you got to do? There's so much opportunity out there. You got to be looking for where you want to go and live your life with purpose. That's what I'm trying to do. Last but not least, let me uh, let me just give a shout out, a thank you to my parents who have been there for me. They've definitely been in my corner, uh, pushing me and encouraging me along the way. And uh, I couldn't have done this without them. So it's uh, it's been very, uh, very good journey. And they're helping me out with the flight training as well, since I'm doing well in school and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more grateful for it. So just want to say thank you on here because it's made a big difference. And uh, that's what's given me the opportunity to keep doing what I'm doing. So guys, <clears throat> sorry for the coughing. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of getting over this pneumonia still. I am breathing better. My oxygen levels are good. I think I'm going to live. So uh, now we just got to start pushing forward and looking towards tomorrow. So thanks again, guys. We'll talk next time. See you later.